Hey, hey, hey. What's up, everybody? How's it going? How's it going? Geektastic Cypher here on FrankenArmstrong.com. We are live right now. That's right. want to thank all you guys for tuning into the show. Can turn that down a bit. On the line with us at the start of the show today, we have a close friend of La Familia, Mob's Goodness. Hello. What's up, what's up? <laughs> Mobs, your energy is so low. <laughs> I'm still at work, man. <laughs> I know. That's why. That's why I thought it was funny. I'm like, oh no. Mobs' goodness is a superhero in his uh, day job, so he probably just saved a bunch of people from a burning building. We uh, prowl in the streets. Yeah, man. It's a long, it's a long day. <laughs> A lot of crime. <laughs> <laughs> there would be a lot of crime if we were like. I feel like if we were superheroes, it'd just be like, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll play some video games and then save some lives. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of crime today, guys. <laughs> Can you imagine just like <laughs> in your shorts playing video games? You see a cop drive by, like, ah, five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The fire trucks. I'm more like I'm gonna let them handle this. <laughs> Man, we are horrible superheroes. It's a good thing we don't have the great power and great responsibility. Did I meet my quota for the month? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Personalized quotas. If I save eight people, I've done my job this week. <laughs> Why only eight? That's the magic number, man. That's the magic number. It came to me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Do you save, bro? I don't think so. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, I feel like bros, like, you know, bros, you know, like yeah, bros, bros, yeah. would probably be the worst superheroes. Oh. Because bros would be like, like you just said, Do you save, bro? This is like pumping iron at the gym. There's like some someone in distress and he looks over, he's like, dude. And just like keeps pumping iron. <laughs> That would be like they're so addictive to outdo one another because yeah. like, they are at the gym. So oh. there's they're saving random people who don't need saving oh. <laughs> and ruining okay. their day. Equally fair. Equally fair. Yeah, I was just thinking the reason I, I mentioned that about the bros is I was thinking if bros were actual like heroes out in the world, I kind of just see them being like the worst type of like their superhero suits and everything would be over the top and there'd be a lot of like smiling at the camera flexing type pop thing collars. yeah oh two yeah. two shirts too two pop we, we double just, pop we just crushed we just crushed crime today bro. <laughs> <laughs> or they're doing like the whole like incredibles thing they're taking a pose and like their cape gets caught in shit yeah oh my god <laughs> it'd just be so bad it'd, just, it'd be so bad guys jersey would blow up even more so <laughs> So, uh, Mobs, one of the reasons that I wanted to get you on the show today, and I think uh, our listeners and our viewers and everyone has probably heard about this, uh, and if not, uh, I think I'll have Dave explain it in a little bit, because I had Dave look it up right before the show, because he was living in blissful ignorance. Oh, until so, I, It was so nice. I was enjoying my vacation until five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. He actually got really <laughs> mad. He, he's just like, I'm going to flip this table. I was like, whoa, 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 calm down, buddy. <laughs> it's ridiculous, though. So, uh, if you guys have not been paying attention recently, uh, I mean, we talked about it last week. Stan Lee passed away. Last week's episode was titled, Rest in Peace, Stan Lee. Uh, he was probably one of the most iconic superhero comic book writers uh, ever, I think, easily we can say. We talked about... The, the iconic. Yeah, yeah. Writer. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Uh, I, I don't refer to him as the, the top. Because I think Jack Kirby, I think of other people who have done equally amazing work. 
but we did have a great conversation yeah. last week. Rushmore. Where we, yeah, we talked about Rushmore. We talked about what the like the pantheon of of comic book writers, and you know, you had your your Jack Kirby's, you had your Stan Lee. We had who else did we put up there? Uh, it was Kirby, Stan Lee. Did we put not J- not not the guy who made Batman the. Oh yeah, Bill Finger yeah, instead Bill of Finger, Bob Kane. Exactly. Because Bob Kane didn't deserve it yeah. because he was a jerk. Yeah. yeah. So and we were also like, saying there would be like a young uh Rushmore Loeb would be in it. Yes, yeah. We had like the smaller Rushmore <laughs> to the side <laughs> with the lesser Pantheon heroes. But so Stanley passed away, as we all know. Uh it's a great loss to the community. Uh ninety five years though, well served in the community, so we appreciate well spent. it. Well spent, definitely. Thank you for your service. Honestly, man, yeah, I, I think really, about it. Uh, it really does feel like, you know, it uh, when we say that we joke, but he really did serve the community and create so much stuff that inspired people. Mm-hmm. So then Bill- never it never got one thing I wanted to say about it, and never ever had like any scandal, surprisingly. I mean, thank God. Well, thank God, because it'd be horrible. But like, yeah. out of all these people who who have a, such a long storied career, there's always like a blemish somewhere. And for Stan Lee, like, it's like his his smile being infectious with his his blemish. And you're like, well, that's not that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I, I I anytime anyone has had such a beautiful career and there's no blemishes, I'm just like, either they were really good with their spin doctors or they <laughs> were genuinely good people. Mm-hmm. And because you know the world is a pessimistic I, world, just like. I'm just like it's Hollywood. Give it time. No, don't be like that. If no. someone if someone said something bad about Stan after that, like he made it that long, he almost made a century without a a bad thing on his rep. Just leave it at that. Unless he did something like you know horrible, which I don't want to start. Which we'll, we'll we at this point we'll never find out, and I'm yeah, okay with that. Yeah, I don't even that. know why did we go down this path, Dave. I don't know. This is your fault. <laughs> this is your fault. I Dave. like controversy in my comic book stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but so speaking of which, yeah, I was gonna say the real controversy here is what Bill Maher said. Uh, so Dave, do you want to tell us what Bill Maher said, real quick? Oh, well, I'll read you what this jackass wrote. Um, <laughs> so this narcissistic fuck said, um, <laughs> "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Journalistic integrity here. Just read the quote. We'll comment." Douchebag. Anyways, um, the guy who created Spider-Man and the Hulk has died, and America is in mourning. Deep, deep mourning for a man who inspired millions to, I don't know, watch a movie, I guess. Now, I have nothing against comic books. I read them now and then when I was a kid as well, as well all out of Hardy Boys. But the assumption everyone had back then, both the adults and the kids, was that comics were for kids. And when you grew up, you moved on to big boy books without pictures. Okay. So... Uh, mobs, and the reason I brought you on is because you r- regularly tell me about the antics of Bill Maher, and yeah, he's awful. Yeah, and you you always explain to me how awful he is. So, do you want to give people a little bit of background? Because some of my listeners might not actually know who Bill Maher is. Because hey, shocker, he's not that relevant to the world anymore. So I don't I don't know if he realizes that. But there's a lot of people I know who have no clue who Bill Maher is. And so I thought I'd have you explain a little bit because you actually kind of. He's kind of marooned himself off to, like, he's on HBO now, and he has this program where he basically preaches to that sort of corner of the liberals who who are very anti-political correctness and kind of tie that stuff in with free speech, like, incorrectly, in a way. Yeah. I mean, what are the, the two most, probably most recent things that he's done, not counting this thing, um... I mean, he dropped an N bomb, I think, or on he, his show. He said something. Yeah, like he he referred to um, himself, I think, as not being a house. Okay. N word. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and that caused a lot of of problems, obviously, with people. Yeah. Um, 
and you know, like just stuff like that, where he will he will say things thinking that like, oh, it's cool to say things, and then after realize that he's put his foot in his mouth. And probably the thing that really irks me the most is his constant Islamophobic or painting Islam or Muslims with like this generalized brush that is never putting it in a fair light. Yeah, and uh, he's he's also one of those what what I like to call like the 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 new um, like the new kind of atheism where they basically use like being an atheist in like a weaponized manner where yeah, he's, if you're not an atheist you are an idiot and I'm going to point out why you are an idiot and like it's kind of like people can believe what they want to believe but even if you don't want to believe what you want to believe but you don't have to discredit anybody yeah, or talk yeah. down to them and that's what people like him and like Sam Harris and like a whole bunch of other people nowadays are like that but and the, like their whole thing is, sorry go ahead go ahead the thing with them is I feel like those guys are atheists to the like extreme ex- extremist like they're yeah, atheists to like the yeah. and it's funny because they're they're religious about their atheist atheistness mm-hmm. which is funny to watch when they have these interactions with religious people because it would be like watching two really hardcore religious people get into an argument but instead you're watching an atheist who who's trying to like who has such a disbelief in god like there is no god there blah, blah blah and it's just like i need to prove to you you're an idiot why do you believe this stuff and it's just like the same way that if i believed in god or someone believed in uh, a hindu god we would and we were both crazy about it we'd have the exact same arguments and that's the thing that i find so annoying about him Anyways, yeah yeah well i mean i don't know he's always he's always rubbed personally he's always rubbed me the wrong way like i i agree cool you want to bring up like a different stance a different perception like at least when he first came out like you know being politically incorrect and having like yeah adult conversations but that's turned into like hissy fits and just demeaning people now. yeah i mean it feels like yeah he, exactly yeah he does it for shock value more than yeah. anything he does it for days. the buck totally he's a hypocrite because he does it for the buck yeah. in my opinion you know like this is the guy will have milo yiannopoulos on his show and won't really hold a person like that feet to the fire yeah yeah you'd you mentioned know? that like, i remember when you t- when when that was a big thing you told me he's just like you uh, was it you that had gotten really upset that he brought him on the show and then like didn't ask him anything that was i at- mean like my, my problem with stuff like that is if you're going to put those people in a position where now they're you know speaking or you're giving them a platform and if you want to use that as the argument of free speech, free speech, fair. But if you're supposed to be on the opposite side of them, then hold their arguments to the same fire that you're expecting they're doing to you. And I really felt he didn't do that. Like, he is just basically an old white dude who's masquerading around as, like, this real liberal guy when he's just a provocateur. Yeah, 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 I agree. And it, and it sucks. I mean, I I and I I don't really understand his whole thing about almost kind of this anger towards people who are adults and still reading comic books. Yeah, like there's a I was gonna say there's like some extra comments that he had with uh, Larry King. So uh, yeah. first of all, yeah, I actually just saw that right before. Yeah. yeah. So I'll I'll just say the 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 interesting ones quick. So one important thing when everyone reacted, he said uh, he doesn't follow every stupid thing people lose their shit about. I, I could understand that, although this is not really stupid. Someone in, did pass away in general, so I don't think that's really merited. One, then um, was it? Uh, uh, but well, I, him and Larry King have a conversation. Larry King actually mentions tomorrow that he think he'd be uh, that they would have been friends, or they would have 
you know, gone off because he's a good guy. Mar says this. Yeah, fine. I'm agnostic on Stanley. I don't read comic books. I didn't even read them when I was a child. When I was, what I was saying is a culture that thinks that comic books and comic book movies are profound meditations on the human condition is a dumb fucking culture. <clears throat> and for people to get mad at that just proves my point. So first of all, any that 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 in my opinion insults any not fictional story. Yeah, that's be- not just a shot at comic books. Well, in my I, I think, and the, the other thing is just how uneducated he is because comic books, and I've said this all the time. People always ask me, "Well, why do you like comic books?" I'm like, "Well, comic books are modern day myths." Yeah, and mythology was so. I, you know what? I, I will say this: he comes with the same energy because if for somebody who doesn't respect religion. I could see him being the type of person who who wouldn't have respected mythology. Mm-hmm. So you know he's coming with that same energy. You guys but are this, idiots. This is this is my problem with it. Is like you can even branch out even further and and say that overall his statement is just a statement against art in general. Yeah, yeah. Like well, that's, that's just exactly. because you're pointing out one art form and saying that because people find that this art form has some sort of depth to it, I think they're stupid because. I personally don't care for this art form. Yep, 100, 100%. 100% agree with you. Now, like, he's entitled to his opinion, sure, but it's also an opinion, basically, where you're basically discrediting any sort of... You can discredit any sort of art form using that argument. Yeah. If Mm -hmm. someone likes the Beatles, I mean, this is just a bunch of four little idiots from Britain who wrote pop songs. Who cares about this? True. Yeah, Yeah, it's very easily said. Yeah, and that... And that's the thing. And, you know, for someone who works in the in the industry, I find it weird that that I mean, but once again, I really do think he, he's just the type of person where it just comes down to shock value now. Like he's just saying things like either he's trying to go viral, which I would hope he's not that type of person because he's then he's literally going against everything he's always stood for mm-hmm. And then like going viral is one of those things that he would say is beneath him. But then he's yeah, going but- viral right now because he said something about somebody that meant something to a lot of people. And, you know, in his head, it's just like, well, you guys are idol worshiping somebody. No, we're respecting someone who did a lot in the yeah. industry. The same way that, you know, on his end, I'm sure there are comics that he looked up to when he was younger. Like George Carlin, I'm sure is someone he respected. And George yeah, Carlin definitely sure. read comic books. Uh, probably. He's, he's made, yeah. No, but I mean, he's made like jokes in reference to, right? If you make a joke in reference to something... Especially Car- expect, yeah. Carlin is definitely a person who did research no matter what. Even exactly. if it was small, but you'd still do it. To my point, the fact that if Car- when Carlin passed, people were upset and mourned. And once again, like Mobs was saying, people could be like, yeah, but he's just a foul mouthed jerk. You could say so, the same like, thing for Robin Williams. If you want to take a yeah. more re- if you want to take a more yeah. recent comparison. And for sure he respected Robin Williams. And that's I a, guarantee that. Yeah. So it's just and what so what annoys me with the the whole Bill Maher situation is Bill Maher doesn't know Stanley or didn't pay attention to Stanley, and because he's so, that ignorant, he felt he had the right to just say that stuff. And that's what really for sure. Like there's there's one thing where someone could ask him, "Do you have a statement on Stanley's passing?" He could just be like, "You know what? I honestly never had a thing for comic books, so I have no yeah. idea about any of this stuff." Could have been that but, simple. And that's a respectable answer. Yeah. I think what you have here is you just have a very old, lonely, angry, bitter man. <laughs> Narcissistic. And that's all it is. Like, <laughs> does he have man. anything that makes him happy? Probably not. Maybe this is what makes him happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting people upset at him, that's what makes oh, him I happy. Oh, I mean, his whole show is pretty much he's trying to irk people. No, so I, I get it. No. I, I I, mean, that, that is legit. That is what he's going for. But the fact that he called... But, you know, like, Dave, sorry. like, even that, that interview with Stan Lee, like, did you watch the video? Like, he looks... 
so angry when oh. he's even being asked about it. Oh, with Larry David about Stanley? With Larry King. Oh, Larry King. Sorry. Oh no, I, I just I got to read the crib notes right before. Like, I, I that's the thing. I found out about this ten minutes before the show. Yeah, I and just, and just told the him, yeah. just the comments I read. Like, for example, him calling basically essentially anyone who's ever nerded out about something stupid because he said the culture he said essentially nerd culture is stupid yeah in one of his comments so my 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 piss off is the following first of all if you're saying that the only thing you've read was the hardy boys you're already barking up the wrong tree to be talking about this because like get the fuck out of here like, hey, let's be fucking honest you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you dumb bitter old piece of shit then to insult and that's like like example i i, I could be upset about uh Oh, someone did me wrong or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people blanket a group of individuals because they've had multiple times wrong. But in my opinion, if you're going to make a comment about a culture, you have to submerge yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I, the reason why I find, ra- for example, the reason why I find racism really stupid is because, well, if I'm Caucasian and this person is uh, Asian or from Britain or for whatever, I can't hate on any of your things unless I live there or I live within a culture enough to learn about everything about you and actually not like yeah. that culture. And and which and to, to even go a step further, the chances of you not liking it if you live there and spent any time there are slimmer. Because usually you dislike the things you don't understand and when you actually get immersed in a culture and learn about the culture and understand why people make decisions, there's no reason for you to be angry at it and then it just goes to show that your ignorance before was the reason for your racism. And this is very much the thing with Bill Maher. He's ignorant. Yeah. That's completely. it. He's a, he's a, he's a ner- I'm saying he's a nerdist. Yeah, he's yeah. a nerdist, a geekist. I don't know what you want to. Any ist that just has nerd in front of it. That's it. He's so, yeah. he's created a new one, yeah. and he's a jackass for it. So I'm sorry. I, I think he's fucking low, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's Psycho. that goes without saying. Uh, like like I don't want to give any more. Uh, I'm not HBO. giving any more attention to him. HBO. I'm done with this conversation. Mobs, do you even have time for our DTD? Batman the animated series versus X Men '92 versus the 2003 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, yeah, you guys go first. I'll think it over while you're talking about Okay. Okay. So we're going to go into the DTD. If you guys have never listened to the show before, welcome to the Geektastic Cypher, first of all. And we like to do this segment at the beginning of the show called DTD, where we drain, team up, defeat characters. So it's essentially Mary Kill, but it's with superheroes. Uh, in this case, we're doing universes. So it's the Batman, the animated series universe, with the X-Men 92 universe, and then the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2003 universe. So not the 87 one, where it was cutesy and bubbly and all fun. The 2003 one, where they could actually use their weapons and and hit people. Um, so, Dave, you were the one that came up with this one? All right. So, or, uh, the, in some way? Yeah, in, in some way. Pretty much, yeah. Um... So I would I would drain Batman the animated series because the only thing I would change about it is the last season of Batman because how how important that series is is not just to Batman but to making the Superman show to making uh, the Justice League Justice League Unlimited and which has clearly affected all the animated stuff coming from DC which is obviously one of their strongest points yeah uh, absorbing that because I would with the exception of Batman I would just like fire those drawers and back the ones from the first seasons. Um, uh, X-Men the, uh, the Animated Series would team up. Yeah, but just to point out, you're only draining Batman the Animated Series universe. You don't get to go into... No, Justice no, I know, but oh, I'm okay. saying like that show, in my opinion, directly affects... Like it's a domino effect. So yeah. that's the reason why there's no way that's getting drained because if that one didn't exist, I don't think all those other ones would exist. Okay, that's fair. Okay. I'm saying like the, re- the reason behind why Yeah, I want to preserve it exactly how it is. Ah, <clears throat> uh, okay. Uh, X-Men 92 
would take that and I would work with them to erase again the last season because the last season was just a, random, a bunch of random episodes to tie in everything was out of continuity if anyone ever wants to just I, you can't erase the parts of it man you take no, no, it as I'm is. working with them to correct their faults <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I'm working with I, hey you used to work with right I can slap all their hands about the last season when we start fresh but that didn't exist and continue because I know how to tell stories now because I'm Batman the Animated Series so I'm making it keep going I'm sort of making it survive these are sir. the universes you're not in the right writer's room <laughs> listen in my universe i do what i want in my universe. Oh boy. <laughs> um and then uh, unfortunately tnt is getting the cut okay uh i'm i'm draining batman the animated series i am I, I think that that universe even before it introduces or sets up anything for superman or justice league or any other series in and itself was a good show uh, it it introduced amazing characters. Uh, Harley Quinn exists solely because of that show, and as much as the modern day version of her might not be what I love, the original version of Harley Quinn and the character and who she was and what she stood for and kind of addressing being in those types of relationships and the fact that she's evolved beyond that and then into the comic book where they continue that storyline from that kind of style of comic book and her and she breaks up with the Joker, she dates Poison Ivy, like all that stuff. I, I love that character and I think they did a great job and I love that universe for addressing stuff like that and I think it was a lot of fun. And then I'm teaming up with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur Turtles 03 universe because uh, that was, at, as much as I love the 87 universe, when you watch it as a kid, it was the end-all and be-all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But when you w go back and watch it, it did not age well. No. Whereas the, the 2003 still doesn't age super well, but it's more realistic in the sense that it's New York. It, it, you know, people see them and they're just like, oh, it's a bunch of dudes in weird costumes. And, you know, the, and there's I feel like the, the, the story's actually better for 2003. Definitely. So up. actually a good, uh, no, I don't want to interrupt you, but a, a great movie if you haven't seen it yet is uh, Turtles Forever. Which is the one. Which is where that, this universe, 2003, actually meet. it's like, a, it's a multiverse yeah, you story. Yeah, you talked about it, yeah. You and it, about it's it. very worth watching yeah. if you like, if you liked either, either one or if not both, you should definitely watch it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm teaming up with that one. And uh, X-Men 92, and man, I really wish Skinny was here for this because I know Skinny would have a lot to say. X-Men 92 was definitely one of the best series oh <laughs> dave's walking out of here well you knew i was getting rid of them when i did batman and teenage mutant intros the shock had yeah, to ripple its way i know x-men 92 is definitely one of the best cartoons that 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 we ever had but i and and did a better job at telling some of the stories than the movies have but at the end of the day i didn't find it as fun as some of the other stuff. This is I, I found the Spider-Man cartoon fun. X-Men at the X-Men series the X-Men cartoon almost felt like they should have just made a live action series and been a serious show as opposed to doing a cartoon where it was trying to be serious because it's like oh it's geared towards children because it's a cartoon but I don't think X-Men 92 should have been necessarily geared towards children this is diehard all over again with you uh, <laughs> yeah. we don't want to start the diehard conversation because Mobs is on your side and uh, I don't feel right? like yeah. I don't feel like proving you guys wrong thank you sir I don't feel like proving you guys wrong right now so thank I've you, had this sir. conversation so many times with him that I just don't even bother now because it's just 
preposterous. I feel like Brian just does it now to provoke people. He's he's no. the doc that stole Christmas spirit. I am not. Me and Mobs have officially become closer friends than you and I are. I, I am <laughs> in not. <a> flash. <laughs> I'm not trolling. I genuinely agree with Bruce Willis that it is not. A, anyways, so X Men '92, fun, amazing show. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles '03, I think, blends better with the Batman universe. Mm. And on top of that, if I'm mixing the universes, it kind of just gives us that comic book that we had, oh, which was pretty yeah. fun. We, you know, if you guys haven't listened to That's Canon, our other podcast, we do an episode where it's the Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. Super fun. Uh, it was one of Dave's picks from season one. Uh, we're still airing season one. New episode came out this week, and another one's coming out December 4th. But yeah, it. I mean, I just I, that story was actually really fun. Yeah. And actually, ironically, the art actually now that i'm thinking about it, it does yeah, kind true. of look a little the bit art, like the 2003 yeah, as yeah. say, as the art well, does yeah. match the 2003 ninja turtles so yeah i think that's it and then mobs what do you got for us man i would um i would probably drain the x-men cartoon okay uh mainly just because it's funny because the reasons that you were saying that you don't, or not, I don't know whether you're saying you don't like it. No, I like it the, for the, those the, reasons. The, the, con, the cons that you had are the reasons why I really liked it. I thought, like, like you were mentioning, in terms of any sort of animated television cartoon that there's been, mm. um, animated cartoon, that's not redundant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was the most accurate portrayal of comic book storylines that we've ever had. Like, they really... Very true stuck as close as they could to some of these storylines that they put on air. Um, and I would kind of like, even as a kid, like I liked that it was a little bit more serious than in other cartoons and stuff. Maybe I was just a dark child. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, I, so I, I would stand with that. Plus, you know, you, you drain that and you get all those superpowers and stuff and whatever. Yeah, which is dope. Um, I would then team up with the Ninja Turtles. Oh. Um, I was okay, so I was really on the fence here, but I'll team up with the Ninja Turtles. That sounds initially amazing, I was gonna initially I was gonna try and defeat the Ninja Turtles with the caveat that like those turtles need to get some jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but now I was kinda thinking I'd team up with them because they're so fun those four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they like pizza. I like pizza. <laughs> April O'Neil seems like a cool chick to hang around. Mm -hmm. And Casey Jones seems like the kind of dude you hang around with. You're going to have some stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how'd you... Plus, like, imagine I'm going down into the sewers to hang out with my four mutant turtle buddies. <laughs> that mean, sounds ridiculous. In your world, <laughs> it's all mutants, too. Teenage That's true. Mutant Ninja I know, Turtles, but my buddies don't live in this tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I didn't even think about that. You could get Professor X to recruit the turtles then. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, so, and, and then, so then that would, that would be that. And the turtles and would, would just live with the Morlocks, if anything. There you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the Morlocks would probably have a way better life if they're living with the turtles. <laughs> True. Because yeah. those Morlocks are not a happy bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then I would defeat the Batman cartoon, and the only reason I can think of why is when I was really thinking about it while you guys were talking about it. Out of those three cartoons, I would rather watch those other two than the Batman one. And that's not saying that I don't okay. like the Batman one. I really did like the Batman one, but I like those two. If I had a choice right now, which one to watch? Yeah, I would probably rather try those other two. However, I'm concerned about how you're saying that that Turtles cartoon is not aged well. No, well, eighty-seven. The original eighty-seven yeah. cartoon. Not that's, that's the only one I've seen. So, okay. The movies were still good. Just all the episodes were. Yeah. Well, the O three one is essentially. 
How would I explain the the O3 is just a darker version. Yeah, the, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's what adult would be. Yeah, as close as because, yeah, it's, considering it's Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they're still teenagers. They're still running around. April's still there, but it's also a lot more aggressive. There's actual fighting yeah. as opposed to from what uh, I don't remember the '87, but supposedly they never actually fought. Like they never used their no, weapons. No, they, 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 they fought, but I, they never I used their recently, weapons. No, no, they do. It's just that it's more. Do they hit anyone on the, with a on stick? The, it's, it's, it's defensive. Yeah, exactly. Like if someone comes up I at them, they'll defend I, themselves, but I don't think they actually attack. I think the attack. foot soldiers were like robots or something, too. Yeah, that's so that yeah. Even if they fought those things, there weren't any sort of, you know. Yeah, you're, not, a- you're not getting any sort of arterial spray on the 87 <laughs> There, There was no falling, falling buildings in the background where a bunch of people were actually dying. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Man, that's a that's an interesting point. We've been teaching kids it's okay to beat robots since the eighties. When the oh, when the robot overlords show yeah, up, exactly. they're not gonna be happy about this. They're thing. gonna be like, but we were on your side every time, and they're gonna start <laughs> pulling all these things. Like, did you? You were teaching your young. Oh man, we're so screwed. <laughs> well, moms, I know I can't keep you because you you told yeah, me. Yeah, I gotta get gone. But I, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us, man. Nice speaking to you. Yeah, buddy. thanks for having me. Okay, we'll talk to you soon, man. Peace. All in. right, I'll be listening from the office. Awesome. True. Later, dude. Bye. Ciao. That's Mob's Goodness, avid fan of the show, uh, hosts a show at CGLO Radio in Montreal called Hooked on Sonics, which is on Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m. You guys can check it out uh, on CGLO.com. And uh, I think he keeps an archive of his past episodes, so you guys should be able to find his past episodes on there as well. Uh, so we're going to be going into the View the Right Thing segment. So I have uh, a few things to discuss this week. Uh, the first thing that I'm going to be talking about is Fantastic Beast: The Crimes of Grindelwald, Grindelwald. I was told I've been saying it wrong the whole time because I keep saying Grindelwald or Grindel or Ginderfall. As long as you don't say Grind like Grindelwald, (laughs) Gringlegall, Psychosol. I don't know, but all I know is that the crimes of Grindelwald. I feel like I really got to get the vol out when you say it. But I, you know. So I'm not a big I w- I'm not a big Harry Potter fan because this is in that universe, right? Because yeah, you're, you're talking wizarding. to the guy who doesn't know anything. So the Wizarding World, as uh, as the kids say, Wizarding World is this Harry Potter universe, and they're expanding on it. And I will say this first: I was saw on one of my friends' walls that someone else had posted how dissatisfied they were with all of this stuff. So I asked her today. I was just like, "Hey, why, why?" Why don't you like it? Like, what is it that you have against these movies? Because as someone who was never big into that stuff when I was, you know, when the original Harry Potter movies came out, I mean, I didn't care if I saw them in theaters. The odds that I saw, I think I only saw one in theaters and it was the, and maybe the second to last one. And the only reason I saw it is because I was hanging out with my friend Steph. She was bored and she's just like, hey, I think I want to go see the Harry Potter movie do you want to go see it with me? We finished work at the same time at the call center. And I was just like, yeah, it's two blocks up. Why not? Mm. Only reason. It was just to kill time. It wasn't because I actually wanted to see it. And I watched it and I enjoyed the movie. I thought the movie was interesting and funny. And, you know, it was supposed to be pretty dark and like menacing because it's the later movies and they're older and things are really getting into it. But at the end of the day, I was just like, this is tame. Mm. And then came along these movies. So Fantastic Beast 1. Still relatively tame, but I like the fact, I, I guess, if anything, they're not children now. It's adult characters. But is it adult characters 
who were children in the Harry Potters? Like, like how, no, what is the a, connection? It's a prequel. If you mind me ask. Oh, it's a prequel. So all not... these things happen before Harry yeah. exists. Yes, yes. Okay. So Fantastic Beasts takes place in the 1920s. Okay. And it it stars. Uh, oh, I, hold on. Let me pull up the link. Oh, there's so. a there's a plethora of people. Yeah, so um, there's a lot of people Jude in Jude Laws in it, I think. Yeah, so he plays Dumbledore. So Dumbledore oh, is one okay. of the characters that that's is the one. That's the only character I know. I know he's yeah. more because his character, the actor, died during the Harry Potter, yes, right? Yeah, and then they had to. Yeah. Did they recast him or they just they recast him? They, yes. And they Different did actor. like a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you know you have who my favorite character Newt, who is a star. So I guess it's easy. I know some people might not love him, but I like that. He's he he's that perfect level of awkward. Okay. But he's actually not that awkward. Because you find out in the second movie that in the first movie he was sent to do like the reason he's in New York is not just because he's just taking some Thunderbird on some trip to release it in the wilds of Arizona. He was told to go well, he was manipulated into going into America. Okay. And I guess somebody uh, Dumbledore, I'll say it, knew that some I, I'm guessing he knew that Grindelwald was there. Okay. Because they don't actually state that, but he's just like you know I didn't tell like at one point Newt says to Dumbledore I didn't tell anyone that you sent me to America even though you didn't you did send me to America. But then when he explains how he went to America, he didn't actually tell him. It sounds more like he told him about the Thunderbird. The Thunderbird needed to go back to America because it's supposed to be in Arizona, and Newt is such a caring soul for these creatures that he wanted to take the creature back to where it was supposed to be. And in doing so, manipulative. yeah, Dumbledore is manipulating people. Don't get me wrong. And, and, but I like him. Jude Law is great, <laughs> but I like him. I like, I, li- I like, calculative. he's a master puppeteer, but you know, in the way I like, <laughs> but calculative people are always interesting to watch because sometimes, really, though? yes, because sometimes, sometimes very menacing. <laughs> no, no, and that's the thing. Jude Law's character, Dumbledore is not menacing. He's manipulating things for the better of the world. For no, love. No, well, <laughs> no to just, save the world, period. <laughs> I mean, he knows that this this De- Johnny Depp's character, Grindelwald, is dangerous and is going to cause all sorts of mayhem. Which, you know, when you watch the movie, I will say this about Grindelwald. What he's trying to do doesn't actually sound that evil. <laughs> so he has a Thanos. Well, no, because he wants to. Ma- he wants wizards to stop hiding. Oh, he just he. But that's not so bad. But the problem is he wants to kill all humans. Well, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't want to kill, kill all humans. All, so he's Bender. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't want to kill all humans, but he thinks that some humans will be useful. But the fact that he talks about humans like they're objects he could use <laughs> is probably the problem. It's the problematic aspect of that. I don't want to destroy humanity. I just want to use humanity. You know, like the trinkets they are. Like, <laughs> like the trinkets. He doesn't say like that, the but pawns they shall yeah, be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's you kind of get this sense that he. I mean, obviously, he th- thinks very highly of himself. He thinks that wizards are, and I mean, oh, you know what? I just realized what he's doing. It's the Magneto <laughs> effect. Okay. We've evolved. They haven't. Uh, we should be right, in charge. All right, all right, all right. That's what it is. That's pretty much it. And, 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 you know, tale as old as time, there's his polar opposite, which is Xavier, mm. which is Dumbledore in this situation. Mm. Uh, except that in but this are, situation... But are they doing it in, like, 
Because how you're just by how you're describing, are they doing it in like an evil angel, good angel thing on their sh- on people's shoulders? That's how they're manipulating, or like they're re- blatantly like they're. Like oh, are they no. are they doing everything in the Grindelwald, background, or they're they're? they're Grindelwald is actively causing mayhem. Okay, it, and Dumbledore though wants to fight because Dumbledore is his equal, and everyone knows that, and everyone keeps saying to Dumbledore, "Yo, get into the fight. This dude is dangerous, and we need someone equally as good as him to fight." And mm-hmm. Dumbledore keeps saying, I can't. And you're like, the whole movie, you're trying to figure out why. And you find out later on why. Mm. Which is nice. Because I was very much like... It was his brother's cousin's neighbor. But it's like, Dumbledore, why would you not help the world stop someone who's trying to actively destroy everything? Uh, that seems a little weird, buddy. What's going on there? <laughs> that seems a little weird. So, I mean, I saw the movie. I like the movie. I like the Wizarding World. But as I was saying, this young woman that's on my friend's wall, I won't say her name because I respect her privacy... But I asked her because I was saying, I saw the movie. I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, but I think that the universe is very interesting. And as, as I was saying to you at the beginning, I do appreciate these stories more than I did the children's stories. because, And I think it's because I'm an adult. Fantastic Beast and the first one, uh, and then the second one with the crimes of Grindelwald. I, I find that an adult-based story of crime and love and stuff like that more interesting than I did watching teens learn how to be wizards. Even though I, I imagine... And that's the other thing. I, I would expect that someone who watched or read the original books would clamor at the chance to see... Like, you know how when uh, Monsters U, when we were kids, they had Monsters University, yeah. the first one, and then they did the prequel... But the prequel is when the monsters were in university. Like when they're going to university. When they're going to university. And a lot of people were saying it's great because anyone who watched the first movie is at the age now where they're starting university. Mm. So they're kind of getting, even though it's a prequel, you're kind of growing up with them. Yeah. And that's why when I watched this movie, it to me, it seems like if you were a fan of the Harry Potter movies. This is like great for you. This is, you're an adult mm. and you're getting to continue in the universe. Mm. But, so, this is what she said. I just... Uh, as one just laughing at how they're strung the fandom along for 20 years, I just see a cheap plastic mold being filled by what British Disney expects. They think it is it's edgy, but it isn't. And if you and then she goes on to say like, but if you find joy in it, then all the better to you, which that's is nice. Some nice harsh words though. But, but but I appreciate that. Like that's a very that's a, that's very articulate. You know? Yeah, I mean it's not like she was bashing; she was giving a proper critique. Exactly, of what was which going is what on. I was hoping for. So then I asked a follow up: Are there any ways that they could have done the Wizarding World better, in your eyes, or for the the Potter fans? And she said, uh, "Getting half the characters' ages right and having motivational consistencies would be a good start." Ooh. Which I mean, because I didn't read the Harry Potter books, I can't. Speak to the ages. I mean, mm. I don't know. I can't speak to it at all. Yeah, I don't know I'm how not, old. I've not read or, or seen any of that. I was, no, I, was like, mm. I know. But I, like, I don't know how old Dumbledore is supposed to be. I don't know how old any of the other characters are supposed to be. Um, but if but if, if they're talking about like, oh, this guy's really old. like Because there's, there's a difference, right? Because like when you're talking about uh, wizards and things like that or sorcerers or witches or whatever. like yeah. If you're like, oh, he's 100 years old and he's supposed to be 1,000 years I, don't I, know. I wouldn't care but about something like that. I don't know. But if it's like, whereas like, let's say you're, you're, you're like, let's do a comparison. Like if you're but saying, no, no, but that's what I'm saying. We don't know. Yeah. We didn't read the books. Yeah. For all I know, the age gap between the prequels and the, the, the story, the Potter's verse is a very finite amount and it should easily be explained. And so to her, this makes mm. absolutely no sense. Cause if we watched like, well, X-Men one, for exactly. example, I was say, all, yeah. all the ages are, are weird. And a lot of the relationships are technically weird. Yeah. 
So like I, I and, and that f- pissed me off. I agree. That pissed me off. So if she's saying that it's doing the same thing, yeah, then I could definitely see her point. Yeah, and exactly. if that's the case, they should. If they ever do, whether the mistakes are in Fantastic Beasts or whether or not, or if they're in Harry Potter, yeah, because you know they're going to remake. Well, them Harry Potter is the so. first one, so is the original establishing universe. So technically, to me, anything that comes after that is the one that's wrong. Like the same way that like if you start to okay. retcon. Like when we saw the Star Wars movies, you have the four, five, six. Those are the canon original stories. Yeah. If you start to go backwards and and build up, build up to those moments, but you change things that build up to that moment, it doesn't make sense. True. You've already True. established what's happening next. You know, like you know, when we saw Rogue One, a whole bunch of us were just like, "Well, it sucks because we know they're gonna die." But if they changed it and they didn't die, that would make absolutely no sense because it's always been huge Star Wars lore that those characters died getting the information to the rebellion. Yeah, that that Leia was one of the very few, if only one, to have survived that exactly, situation. Exactly right. So, so all that said, I really do generally like the movie. Uh, and I again, it comes down to me being older, and I think the movies speak to my age range better. Mm. I think because I love I love stuff like this. I love wizarding. Same I here. talked about the magicians, the TV show, mm. like any you know anything that's like that is so cool. Like yeah. when we talked about Saga, Saga has a bit wow. of that. Like, well, I like example even Constantine, and yeah. and, and Dark and uh, Justice League Dark and whatnot. Like, yeah. it's actually a shame because in regards to like the Harry Potter's, I think I may have mentioned it on the show before. I remember when they were coming out. Uh, I had a friend. Uh, I had known him since like we were the same age. We known each other since grade five. Uh, I knew his sister tech. Uh, sorry, since age five. Yeah, and uh, I knew his sister technically since she was three because she's two years younger than us. And when they were coming out, she was super huge into it. She was uh, all into this stuff. And uh, I remember having a conversation with a couple of friends, and she happened so happened to be around. And some of them were trying to convince me to to watch it. And I'm like, I, I don't want to watch this. Even as like a young kid, I'm like, now. Ah. And she even turned around. And she's like, you would never make it past the first three movies. Mm. Like you won't make it because they're they're so not you. The same is that the other ones yeah. are so in your ballpark. But like to get there, ah, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to the the next one because the way they end this movie, they've set like you can really tell that the first movie was to just introduce you and to set up, and that the next movie is very much like. The second one just now, they've they, they've set up a whole bunch of stuff. They've established a whole bunch of stuff. And then the third one, I guess, which I imagine is going to be a trilogy. You know how they like to extend things yeah. sometimes. But it really looks like they could have a really cool final a- a- arc, I guess, mm. or act to the story. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. And then the second thing that I was watching recently that I'm excited to talk about because it's, it's very interesting and very different from... from uh, some of the stuff I mean it's predictable but fun so I watched the second uh, oh I guess this would be my third YouTube original program because okay. I watched Impulse and then I watched um, Cobra Kai which is the other one and then now I've watched oh, how was Cobra Kai that was the one about the it's like the Karate Kid is it about the actors or is it actually this Karate Kid universe Karate Kid universe okay. continuation you know, um, but like Danny, twenty or thirty years later, or something. Yeah, like that. Danny's like a, a local hero. The kid that beat him up is like down on his luck and you know not doing well. He's a, a handyman. It's it's actually really it's it's really good. I would okay. recommend it. Okay. And that's the thing. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later because in in our geek news because I, I I have some stuff about that about what is happening right now in the industry with these all these streaming services. Okay. But before I get to that, origins. 
new series on YouTube, a YouTube original. It's a space opera, essentially. You have a bunch of people. And, and you know, I kind of feel... If you guys have watched the show Dark Matter, which was a sci-fi mm-hmm. original series and on space in Canada, it, it's, it's, it starts off similarly. There's a lot of that kind of beginning of the story is bunch of strangers wake up no one knows what's going on dark matter takes it a step further no one has their memories in this one they have their memories but they're just like what's going on everyone's kind of running around you don't know who to trust you don't you know like because in in origins what it is is a group of people are on i guess what you'd call a mothership that is being sent from earth to a new colony okay they're going to colonize a new planet uh, so, you know, fresh start, you, your whole record is expunged. No one knows who you are. You're going to have this great opportunity. The ship's going out and something happens. And now it's the story of the last remaining people on the ship. You don't know why the ship is empty. You're trying to figure it out. Everyone's freaking out. It's so kind is of it like that. It's like a little bit of that movie that came out not long ago with uh, Christopher Pratt and um, the girl plays Mystique. No, never saw that. Okay. Je- Passengers. Jennifer I think Lawrence. It's passengers, yeah, I don't know. I heard that movie wasn't great. No, I don't. Uh, so I I don't know. But but anyways, the show's super interesting. Um, speaking of Harry Potter, uh, Malfoy's in it. Tom Felton mm-hmm. is playing a character named Logan, who's kind of. Uh, I mean, one thing I'll say about this: all the men in this show, idiots. <laughs> all of you. Every man in the show is a complete an idiot and it's so annoying to watch them make the literal poorest decisions you've ever seen in your life who's the writers i don't know <laughs> but like i would i and i can't blame like i I'm, i don't know if it's the, the the writers that wrote all the men like this or it's the situation that just goes to show that i mean it the situation and the story I really do think that some men would act like this. Okay. Like, there's one guy who's definitely an alpha, and he's vain as... And it just really is annoying to watch him. You know, at one point, he makes a decision that costs costs them a life. Like, you see someone die because of one decision he makes. There's another thing he does where, you know, they finally find showers. Or they finally... They're, like, searching through the ship. And when they get into a room, there's someone in the shower ready. Everyone freaks out, and it's him. Because he found a shower and didn't go back to tell anybody. He just went and showered. And then when they're like, what are you doing here? Like, we're all like, you know, it's it's a huge empty ship. No one knows what's going on. My hair was dirty. It's like, oh. Your, is what? My hair was dirty. Like, yo, get <clears throat> yo, out of so here, So is man. the rest of ours. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Tom Felton's character. That would not give trust. <laughs> yeah. I think Tom Felton's character, what we're seeing is... Uh, they're evolving the character like he's growing because there's like different stages to how he acts and whatnot i'm looking forward to seeing more of that because from the beginning i really didn't like him but i'm starting to understand how they're writing him okay uh i kind of wish they would i guess character development is good and they're doing it slow and steady which is nice it's one of those shows where you're getting did you watch sense eight no it's one of those shows where there's um like a huge cast and every episode is kind of giving you backstory to each character. oh so it's a little like lost I never watched Lost. Okay, no, because yeah. Lost is like infamous for like the first two, three seasons. Like every every, every, every other episode, there's flashbacks to one of the person, like, like whoever's in charge of that episode. Let's say, like, yeah, is driving the episode. episode? Yeah. Uh, you usually get flashbacks to their lives before they were on the yeah, island. Yeah, so it's so, very similar okay. in that sense because you're getting a whole bunch of flashbacks throughout the show, throughout the different episodes that I watched. Uh, YouTube originals, super. I, I think what I like about them is. 
I don't expect them to be good because it's on YouTube, and I don't so think they're of, winning because of low expectations. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> like no shame. No, they're I'm like, not, well, I mean, I, if I cared, it dude, could be when shit. I, what? Yeah, because it's YouTube. I don't consider YouTube an actual contender in the great streaming wars of 2018. Like and we just got kicked off of YouTube. <laughs> I, but, I, 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 and it, but it's not an insult to them. Uh, it's just that you know you started out as the little site that could, where people could just post any old video. And now you're creating premium content for 12 bucks a month. People can watch any of your shows. Plus, they get all the extra perks like listening, you know, the app that plays in the background, mm-hmm. even though you close your screen and you can download content from the the videos like there's videos you'll be able to download and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, taking that into consideration, I'm just like, well, for 12 bucks for the service, it seems cool. But at the same time, I'm just like. Yeah, but you're that little site that plays videos. It's the same way that for Amazon, Amazon Prime, I never took Amazon Prime seriously before because they were just the, that site that delivers stuff. Why on earth would I ever expect them to know how to make good television? Mm-hmm. But they're all stepping their game up right now. <clears throat> yeah, but now it's, I find like the industry in itself, especially the streaming ones, it's like, if you want to, for those who established it, mm. in order to stay ahead, you have to exactly do that. Think ahead. Netflix being one of the stronger ones with both just their setup, their setup, how you pay, what you get for what you pay for, like the different screens and this and that. Mm. And like, well, I mean, let's be honest in regards to original content. I think I don't I'm not saying they're king, but I think Netflix is definitely one of the higher ups. Well, here's the thing. I think Netflix's model with this was more branding like McDonald's than Mm, it was. Like Netflix just knew that if, or I guess I don't think they knew at the time, but they were the first and they, because they were the first, it just worked. Mm. They got people hooked by having seasons of shows and then House of Cards was their first actual series. Mm. So, and then that turned out to be amazing. And then next thing you know, everyone's looking around and they're all just like, oh wait, we can produce shows on these streaming services too. But what I think is really wild, especially for Netflix, because I think I thought it was like a, a very ballsy move, mm-hmm. uh, is the concept that when their original stuff comes out, yeah, because obviously if they license things like uh, I don't know, making an example, just Young Justice, just because I know I, I watched that recently, mm. and that was on TV first, yeah, you know you're gonna get a few as the seasons end, you might get them all depending on if it's really popular, they might get a, an episode a week or two later. Like, like kind of like how Titans will be in, in Canada eventually. Oh, yeah. Right? But when it comes to their original content, the thing that I thought was really edgy, the fact that they say, well, yeah, the whole season's out. Yeah. I think that's really wild in the yeah. sense that, like, so, because that, that would, I, I would, as, like, someone who's, like, thinking up of all these ideas, who's to say, well, why not someone who waits a really long time, has a month off, and says, yeah. okay, well, I'm going to binge Netflix for a month. Yeah. You know, and, and just get they, out everything out of that way. And they don't give you the numbers. They mm-hmm. don't give their numbers. No one knows what the numbers are for their shows. And I, as much as people try to calculate the numbers, Nielsen is doing it based off social media and stuff like that. I got to say, guys, that is not a good way to measure. Because I know a lot of people who watch a lot of those shows and just don't tweet about it. Yeah. There's no social media aspect to their interaction with their television. They watch TV and they never talk about watching TV. Mm. I talk about watching TV because I do stuff like this. I do a podcast. Yeah. I interact with people who watch TV. I communicate with people. I tweet at writers. I tweet at sound sound production teams. I do stuff like that. But there are tons, 
hundred millions of people out there who have no interest in sharing their their you know Netflix intake, Hulu intake, Prime intake. They don't want to talk about it on social media. They'll go to work. They'll talk about it with a friend at work, but they're not tweeting about it. But even if you were like to ballpark it, like for example, if you just think about like let's talk about just the nerd ones. Like if you think about just the Marvel ones. Well, those ones like, get you, spoken about though. No, like, I understand yeah. that they get spoken about, but let's say you get a bunch, like a million people that speak about it, that tw- actually tweet about it based off and, and to confirm like with what you're saying, yeah. a million people tweet about it, but let's be honest, you have to times that by like, Oh yeah. 15 because yeah, there's I, a bunch like that. Like you have a bunch of like, for example, if you take Luke Cage, for example, you have a bunch of people who just like Luke Cage who's going to watch it. Yeah. You have a bunch of people who just like Marvel. That yep. like it. You have a bunch of people who don't like Marvel, but they like comic books. They're going to yep. watch it. There's a bunch of people who might watch it for <clears throat> having good, um, you know, African-American content. Yeah. That's prominent, pro- prominent. A lot of people just watch it that way. But And then there's also people like you who didn't watch them, but decided, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to just start binging them all. Mm. And then there's a huge spike on your Netflix because you're watching the series back to back to back to back to back. So, like, and then the fact that you're watching it now... They're saying like, oh, well, you know, ratings are down. People aren't watching it. Yeah, but people choose when they want to watch things Mm -hmm. because that's the model behind Netflix. Mm -hmm. So trying to stick and adhere to your old fashioned metrics of calculating the views when this system like there are shows that I watch on Netflix a year after they come out. That's how I actually usually prefer it because I'm I'm someone like, for example, one thing that happens a lot and I don't mean to cut you off. Mm. Um. But there's a lot of people who will not watch something because it's been overhyped too much. Oh, skinny with that, Stranger that, Things. He always says that. That that's that's for me for a, a plethora of, yeah. of, of of shows. So like when you finally break that, then all of a sudden you have people who are binge watching, and that, I think that actually happens in ways. I don't think that's like hmm. like let's say you have a room of twenty people. I think at least five people would be kind of like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, so and I mean, let's touch on it now. One of the other things that you know, piracy has gone up. Oh yeah, well you ha- well I mean. Yeah. Piracy has gone back up, and they're saying now that one of the reasons piracy has gone back up, and I know we're supposed to talk about this in the news, but because we're already talking about it, I'll just mm. jump to it right now. Mm. They're explaining that because of all these streaming services, there's so many of them, and they all have things that people want to watch. So what happens is people just start torrenting stuff because it's just like, well, I, w- I have Netflix already, but I want to watch Titans. And or, I don't want to wait. In the case of Canadians, we'd, we're we not waiting a year. Mm. I'm not going to wait a year to watch Titans. I already have a hookup. I have someone who's hooked me up. Thank uh, you to little. that person. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like I do a podcast and talk about this stuff. And you guys are going to have it in the States only. And I'm here in Canada. But then I'm not going to be able to review it and analyze it and discuss it on a weekly basis. Because you guys have deci- couldn't figure out how to come into Canada on time. But you made a deal with Netflix, and Netflix isn't going to release it until all the episodes have aired so that it can be released as a Netflix original series, and you can binge through it. Hmm. But I don't want to wait to watch it no. for that long. I mean, I might still rewatch it, but yeah. I mean... You might... Exactly. That's the other thing. You might get a rewatch because I'm interested, hmm. but I'm not waiting. Same thing with some of my friends in the CW stuff. Some of my friends watch the CW, Archie, and Black Lightning, and Flash on bootleg... Because those shows are on Netflix in Canada, and they come out a week after they air in the states. And you and you have and to they don't want to wait. And you usually, if you have a, a subscription, you have to. It's the the channel to get it on the week live. Yeah, I mean, at least for this, I'm not going to say which subscriber I have, but for the one that I have, you actually have to buy another channel to get that to get those channels. 
Oh like, the yeah, CW the is not, is not yeah, part, yeah. like it, the CW is not one where you have like so many picks or whatever. You can't choose it. I have to yeah, buy this yeah. extra bundle. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, because yeah, yeah. that that shit adds up. Like example, like for me, I have so I have that which was like you know a couple bucks a month. Yeah, uh, I follow wrestling, so there's a, a wrestling service I I, I get yeah. for which is a couple of bucks a month. Then you end up getting like your Netflix, and then the, this and that. It, it adds up a lot. It, it adds does, up very yeah. quickly, and it's like, well, if you only have one good. Like the ones that I have a tendency to, for lack of a better term, pirate, hmm. are usually shows. I'm like, you only have that one show. Yeah. Like, like example, I used to have HBO. I do not have HBO anymore because, frankly, for the longest time, you weren't watching. Anything I wasn't right? watching anything. And yeah. then when I realized, when, when I was watching, I'm like, why am I getting HBO for just Entourage? Why am I getting HBO just for Boardwalk Empire? Why am I getting HBO for just Game of Thrones? Just because I ended up watching all those. I know those. Yeah. Some of them were at the same time, but for me, I ended up watching yeah. them like a specific way but why why keep hbo for yeah. five or six bucks a month whatever it is that you have to pay for it like, that's what's the, the thing, point that's the other thing that sucks too because i've always been adamant about if you give me an easy and quick legal way to watch these shows i'll do it and they kind of did that like oh we have it on netflix but it's a week later yeah that's, that's not what i'm asking for you're close like if, it was, if it was maybe two days like if it was within a week later yeah but it, it, the fact that I have to actually wait and then someone else is watching the next episode and they could tell me about exactly. the next episode while I'm watching last yeah. week's episode. Yeah. Or I could read something online while I'm, so it ruins and it. And I mean, like, they don't mm. do it for all the shows like that, but they do have a lot of shows where it's a week later. And that, that really generally does bug me because I'm just like, nah, man, that's not what I want. I don't want to be a week behind. I don't want to be like a day behind I can deal with, but a week behind, like mm. you said, where people are spoiling it on on social media and discussing it and i legally if i if i followed the rules of everything legally with my service with my package that i have for my cable for a fair price i can't watch it yeah because that's that's the problem is that you have because the thing that and like i don't want to go on this tangent but like to a certain degree it's almost like you should when you're with these companies now at least in canada because i know it's a different way they do it in the states mm-hmm. it's almost like you know what list every show make every show like give me a price for every show oh you know what like for every channel yeah like this channel is and like figure out like make make a model okay 15 channels a month or 20 channels whatever the yeah. the, the number is now figure out okay we'd regularly play this much for that divide that by the the amount of shows that we offer that is the average price for a normal show a normal uh um, channel for another channel like let's say HBO double that price because it's HBO and we know that they make premium content on the usual yeah for those who watch HBO shows a lot do something like that because for example another problem when they come to like these buying these packages or whatever I, I bought a package for a long time mm. there's one show I want one channel I wanted in it yeah I got a bunch of other channels good for those channels <laughs> but like I didn't not I didn't uh, in order to buy to have Spike for a while you you got the Women's Network I'm like hey man and I'm not I'm not the hanging women, on the no uh, but the Women's Network actually like the Women's Network now has Charmed has the All American the Women's Network is actually carrying a whole bunch of CW shows that weirdly didn't end up on like Space or MTV but on the Women's Network mm-hmm. and I don't understand why but those like Charmed's actually a good show All American very fun to watch and they're on the Women's Network yeah but I'm not, I'm not which plays Christmas <coughs> movies 90% of the time but no, no but I'm not I'm not hating on the Women's Network I'm just saying like okay I'm a guy so obviously one would assume you know I'm not yeah. watching the Women's Network that they're assuming wrong because I am a man and I'm more than happy to watch the Women's Network 
I actually just changed my plan to have it. We're, we're, we're deviating from the point, but I was okay, trying no, to make—I was trying to make well, a quick just, point. Your point, your, the point you're I saying. I want to say the Food Network, but I actually watched the Food Network. Well, there you go. Because we shouldn't have these assumptions anymore, and and that's the other thing—they're bundling these things like this because they want the the like gender, like you get spike, like when you're talking to the wifey, it's just like you get spike, and I'll get the woman's oh. network, and it's just like no, d- don't do don't do that. Just don't make, don't make packages don't, that make sense. Yeah, don't gender like try and gender split us on television. That is so old and so stupid. Ca- causing it, arguments at the home. Oh man, it drives me nuts when I see stuff like that. It, it makes me think of that time that I, I was working at a um, retro expo and this lady comes in with her daughter. Or no, the, the grandmother was walking with her grandchild, and I go, Hey little dude, and the grandmother goes, Oh, She's a princess. Don't call her a little dude. And I looked at the lady and I was like, "You're right, dude." Uh, <laughs> because these You're right, dude. These Sorry, we- princess. Yeah, these weird See you later, princess and the dude. <laughs> these weird old-fashioned gender norms sometimes are so boring. Oh, yeah. If I'm a woman, I watch W Network and if you're a man, you watch Spike. I hate Spike TV. Oh, Spike TV is the boring. bar show and oh, half the crap that they had was so stupid. Anyways, oh, on to more pressing matters in this wild world. Needless <laughs> to say, torrenting is back up and it's back up because everything's being split. And I, you know, one of the advantages we had in Canada is uh, like CTV and Global would get the American shows and CTV and Global would split them. So we didn't have to have all these packages to have those shows you just had ctv and global and you would get all the major network shows from Mm. the states that they bought but they don't do that anymore because now they have ctv ctv2 even the cable networks are doing it you have ctv you have ctv2 then you have like global then you have city tv then you have all these things they're all splitting it up more content dude everybody wants more and that's that's how it's weird though right like what like i I mean don't get me wrong i love new content i love more content i love exploring but you don't have to make more more you don't have to make the avenues more. You have to make more content. Yeah. You know, and that's my problem with it. Yeah. There's like two- more content means, oh, well, now I have to have a show. I have a channel about news. I have to have a channel about yeah. uh, sports. I have to have a channel about this and that. Hey, man. It, it's it's just like how I guess I could do my metaphor just like how Saturday uh, Saturday morning cartoons doesn't exist anymore. God, I miss that. You know what I mean? Like no one's watching. That, them that, it, it makes me cry. And that's like Sad. it's kind of the same thing in yeah. a certain way. Uh, But. We talked about Titans real quick, and I'll, I'll talk about it again super quickly. If you guys, Satisfying. yeah, if you guys have been watching Titans, I, I I will tell you this: Titans is super interesting as a show. Get past the first episode. Yeah, the first, and and it's not even that I'm saying the first episode was bad. It was just it had flaws, <laughs> which is fine, and it's a pilot, and that's mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. But every episode after that has been consistently good. No. Good writing, good acting, good fights. Ooh, the fight scenes. The did, did you see the last episode? I did. I I made it a point. Now I have to make it a point because I don't. I know you guys are going to talk about it from week to week, and like I was like, it's called uh, Jason Todd. So yeah, I'm I'm watching it. <laughs> that move that Jason Todd did, where he grabs the cop, and puts his knees into the guy's spine, and then uses his own weight and drops backwards so that his weight would pop the guy's spine when he hit the ground was one of the most insane fight moves I've seen. It, it's wrestling. It, it's a wrestling move, but it was done so well because in wrestling, it's in a ring with padding and... It still looks like it hurts. Uh, <laughs> looks like being the operative word. 
And I, I dare you to try it. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going on a soapbox here. I'm, I, I'm just busting balls. I, 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 I like having this conversation because it's the same way that when because skin, Skinny Toby and you are all wrestling fans, and I have nothing against wrestling. It's just that I take it for what it is—a TV show. It's a soap opera with mm. fights, but. They get offended when it's uh, that's fine. I, I like to call it martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> it's a martial so art with martial arts, and that's not a bad thing. But they th- they get upset when I say that, so it's always just funny. But yeah, that move. I don't know what that wrestling move is called. Well, I, I think. Oh, oh, please man. tell me you do, because I would love to actually know the name. Because uh, it is oh an gosh. epic move. It was so well done. Oh man, just, I hate. Now, I, I I'm replaying it a thousand times in my head. I know exactly what it's called. But it's not. It'll come to me. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll say. It but Jason, again, backstabber. I think it's a backstabber. Goddamn. Jason Todd was so well done. Perfectly done. I, I like the chemistry between the Robins. Yeah. Like, it was good discussions. One of my favorite things, though, is because... So, remember when it started, we were all just like, Dick Grayson is not Jason Todd. He doesn't need to be this aggressive. Mm. And then you f- meet Jason Todd, and D- Jason Todd is 10 times more aggressive. And you're like, oh, you guys are just... <laughs> Dick Grayson is actually the mild one. Yeah. Okay. Because I thought they were going to flip it. I thought Jason Todd was going to end up being like the nicer one. No. No, he's psychotic. What he is, he's literally... He is Robin on crack. Like, he's like, no. yeah, I took the... Bu-. Like, and then he's like, when, I, when he's like, you let him drive the car, like, you kind of got an answer like... He really let me as much as I took the car. I felt like that. Know, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's like like I like how he was like. Yes. Well, I'm being Robin, but I mean, yes. I'm I'm breaking the rules within the rules. Everything he said made it sound like yeah, yeah, and it was like no, you're that kid that whose mom works late and you're home alone and you just do whatever you want, mm-hmm. and that's what that sounded like. Every answer he got he gave was just like, yeah, mom lets me watch TV till two o'clock in the morning, yeah. and you're just like, she does. Yeah, and you're like, uh, okay, but what's, then you what's your know- curfew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, no, your mom doesn't actually let you watch you. So you do lying. it, but not your yeah, mom exactly, letting you. Exactly. So uh, that's why I liked about him, Jason Todd, and he was a little snot the way he's supposed to be in the comic book, mm-hmm. and his origin story was the same. He told it, and all of it was. I really, really enjoyed the Jason Todd thing. Yeah. No, I think. I mean, in short, the episode was great. Yeah. I really enjoyed their episode. I can't really. It's the first one. I don't think I can make like a. An obvious because the one thing the one thing that's been about Titans that has been not not even a throw off just like sometimes you're like Ugh. they always end up having one moment where you're like really mm. like for example uh, well example for me the reallys were in the pilot when he said fuck Batman and like everyone's yeah, on the ground yeah, I'm like yeah. you're talking to yourself dude like I get what you're trying to do uh, producers of the show yeah. but you you failed that on for me yeah uh, there's the the um, the fuck you when they beat up the the dad in front of the kid and yeah. then he takes the money you're like a little lame yeah um you know they had they've had those like little moments this one i didn't really feel like there was one of those no no because like oh man because i've done and so much w- watching this weekend exactly cory cory and dick are getting closer too yeah you can tell that there's like feelings there but there's like there's a chemistry yes there that chemistry would be a better word yeah yeah so, Cause like, uh, what what was? I'm trying to remember the ending of the episode. That's the only thing. I, I, I like, I'm, I watched a lot. I caught up a lot being on vacation this week. So, how does it end again? Because I know he meet, he ends up meeting the whole group. Yeah, they all show up. They end up doing a. Uh, they fight people together. You yeah. know? But how does it end? End like when he says good. I forget how he says goodbye to him and stuff. Well, I feel like there was something there, and I, I was trying to make sure not. Well, to the last it. scene that they, I, I don't know if it's the last thing they have together, but when. Um. Oh, I know what you're talking about too. 
You know what? Let's not spoil it. Right. <laughs> Let's be fair. Because, I, I mean, I don't want to give away too much. I w- That's true. The episode's about Jason Todd. If you know who Jason Todd is, you already knew a lot of the stuff I said. You already knew his origin story. You already know he's an epic fighter. So, we're not giving away anything there. But, there's other things that are... Like, oh, my one thing that was like, oh, really? Mm. They dispatch villains too quickly. And what's... Oh, you mean like get rid of them? Like, yeah, like, like solve the case? Yeah. Every episode... Like, I want a little... Like, it... it, it but do they really do that? This episode, the last, like, this episode and then the other episode with the family. Yeah, no, but the family didn't, like, the concept of the family still lasted three episodes, though. Yeah. And they're but, supposed to be the, like, because I agree with you what you're saying, but they're supposed to be, like, the henchmen, though. I know, but they tied everything up with that in, like, mm. one one scene. Not even, like, one episode. Yeah. He meets the guy. He, he, he talks to the guy. And, and then he kills them all. Yeah, yeah. The guy kills them all, yeah. and then he, that guy gets caught when Jason, and you know, that's true. So that 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 to me, because it's like build up, build up, build up, build up, with a bow. Done. Here, here's the box. It's like, oh, that was a little fast. But but then again, I think they're doing that because so far the because the one thing I I do hate mm. when it comes to superhero shows, and a lot of superhero shows are are, are um, guilty of this. Yeah, one and done episodes. Yeah. You mean you mean you mean a bad guy? He's one and done. You might see him next season. Yeah, with how they've done it so far, they you're not getting that, which is kind of nice. And yeah. right now, you're I feel like that was like you dipping your toe in the pool mm. in regards to those guys because like they wrapped up the situation, but there's there's like that guy had a boss, right? And I don't yeah. think they really went into that, so that might be at the end. Um, well, from what I understand, the next episode. Oh yeah, because eventually it's going to yeah. be related to the to Raven's dad, right? Yes. Yeah. So. I think they're they're they're, yeah. go, they're going through the the ranks okay. of the of the of the bad guys in the this bo- one. Yeah, they're climbing so it's the a little different. Levels. Okay, it's a little different. I find. I and agree then, with what I, I understand what you're saying. I could see how that could be a perception. Mm. For me, I'm not seeing it that way. Okay, That's or maybe fair. I'm choosing not to look. No, I, I get what you're saying. I uh, it's like a video game. There's boss levels. Yeah, and that's and I, I think that's fair. That's true. Uh, you've been watching Luke Cage. Oh yes, I finally I'm starting to get onto my old Netflixes. So I've I've right now. Seen all of uh, Daredevil. Okay. Thought it was great. I've seen all of Punisher. Thought it was great. And Luke Cage, I'll, I'll say it again. I thought out of the park. I thought Luke Cage season one was great. Uh, it's hard to say which one of the three are the best. Mm. I will say the following about Luke Cage. I think uh, it has the best endings of episodes. Every yeah, episode, every single episode with the exception of maybe two, the ending you're like, I want to watch more i yeah. i don't want like you could have a really there were some episodes the episode i won't lie was kind of boring to me but then i got to the end i'm like fuck i need to see that at least the next 10 minutes of the next episode yeah. to like like sleep you're just like yeah because you're just <laughs> thinking about it you're yeah just like exactly well how do you address this yeah. i thought uh the character development of the show was absolutely great for almost every single character i don't know any of them that are, are bad i think the casting's great i was dying of laughter uh so there's the the crooked cop uh, uh, Misty's uh, partner or whatever. Oh wait, you're you're back in season one. I've only watched season one. Oh. I've only that's how far behind I am. Okay. So I watched season one, and what made me die of laughter is that uh, her partner is Brett from Pulp Fiction. The, yes. The, and I just started dying of laughter when I saw. Him. I'm like, you look so familiar. And then I looked up. And I I just started dying. I'm like, oh, look at the big brains on Brett. <laughs> um, but no, I thought the the action scenes were great. Uh. I'll give Luke Cage this as well. The best music of all the shows so far for me. Um, I, 
do you did you watch or sorry did you read luke cage growing up do you know a lot about luke cage because that's the one thing that was kind of hard for me is like i've never seen like i've seen luke cage sporadically through comic books in uh, big arcs that i've read that he was there i've never followed so i was the one thing i was like when i was watching I'm like i know daredevil is pretty on point punisher is pretty on point yeah is luke cage pretty on point i don't know because i don't even know if the origin was correct with I, how he got his powers it like, is Okay. Yeah, the origin was correct. I would say that when it comes to Luke Cage, I wanted them to stick more to the origin story, but was okay with them not sticking to the origin story. Okay. They did stick to the origin story. They did a good job with the origin story. But I remember watching it and being like, I mean, it you could change it and... I don't think because he, he. But like all the villains, like example, is it does Cottonmouth really exist? Does his sister really yeah, yeah, exist? Yeah, those are all. Yeah, yeah. And this Cottonmouth really? Sorry, people were well, not so sorry for spoils because I lasted three, four years without spoils. So, like, yeah. um, does Cottonmouth actually die? No, 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 no. Because no. I, I was, I was kind of upset when they killed Cottonmouth, and since I thought he was, was really cool, like. Yes. He the 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 actor Mashallah did Ali. such a fucking good job. Yes. I was there I'm like the Mama fact Mashallah, that you, sorry. Like the Ali. fact that you're killing him doesn't make sense to me because nope. like it make did. him the other bad guy then because he's that good of a character yeah. I want to rewatch. It, it, and then his brother I thought was a little lame. Yeah, so what um what I know a lot of people felt was they wrote the story and then cast an actor who was so good that they probably regretted that they'd written the story where mm. the character dies because Marshala, I apologies if I'm still saying that wrong, but I'm pretty sure that I'm Mahershala. Yeah. Uh, it is it, such a, like he went on to be like so popular that year. Mm. Like he was already really good as an actor. He had been in house of cards and then he went on to do that and then went on to do Moonlight and went on to do so many other things. And then he's going to be in season three of True Detective. Like, he's just... His, his like, stock... You know how I talk about, like, actor stock? Yeah. He, his his stock was, like, on the rise when they cast him. And then it blew up. And then it blew up, but they killed him off. Mm. And I, I, I'm sure they regret doing that. Because um, I would have rather him kill his sister. A, yeah. You, uh, I mean, yeah, sure. No, she's cool. No, yeah, no. She's but, cool I mean, and all, but if you're going to compare one of the, the... If one of them had to go... Yeah. Uh, like, don't be wrong, because I think she does a great well, job you're talking acting. about the cousin. Not no, the cousin, yeah. yeah sorry. sorry. Well, I mean, they were they grew up together. Yes, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, or you know what I would have done? I would have made him kill his brother in the end or something like that. Yeah. Because, like, I would have rather seen those two... I would have liked to see a, 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 a triangle... Like Luke yeah. Cage, Conmouth, and I forget his Diamondback. Diamondback, and then you had her who's caught in the, who's literally caught in the middle, which you could have easily spun that. Yeah, you could have easily done that. Uh, one, some of the, the the few things I didn't like about the season, uh, him getting shot and having to get better took way too long. I was getting it was boring, and I thought it was really weird because they're like, okay, cool, oh, a lot of this is happening. Yeah, like because he got shot and it wasn't coming out because like his cells are are yeah, it was like closing the special, them in yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. I like the arc, but that was like two episodes. Or it something? was three and a half or two and a half. Yeah. So like the only problem for me is like so much is so little has happened on your side, which is obvious because not a lot is happening. You're just getting better. Yeah. But like the city's really going like I feel like like for you it's a day, but it feels it feels like the city has evolved over two months. Yeah. By the time you get back, you know. Yeah. And everyone hates you all of this. Like. Mm. Yeah. No, but, I, I could see what you're saying. 
But other than that, I thought it was really great. Uh, I you'll be for those listening, you're gonna be getting random updates because my next one is going to be Iron Fist season one. If I can stomach <laughs> it, Jessica Jones season one, all the way to the catch up. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, Iron Iron uh, Fist season one. I know, I know, I already know it's an uphill battle. It's an uphill battle for the Start last. Start preparing a drinking game. Oh yeah. Oh, I will tell you right now. Prepare a drinking game for every time he says, "I'm the Iron Fist." Oh no, I, I don't. I want to stay sober watching. Well, no, make it <laughs> make it water then. But, <laughs> but honestly, because I just want to know, like, I want someone to actually, because I would be willing to do it, but I've already watched it and I don't feel, feel like, like you get one of those clickers. Oh, get a clicker. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> just, I just want to know how many times he says it, because I feel like I could do it, but I'd be punishing myself for something I didn't do. Like it would be punishment to rewatch season one of Iron Fist. That's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. Anyways, and then you watch Happy, which we which uh, we was we, it Delvin? It was Devin. 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 Apologies, Devin. Uh, yeah, no, he he introduced the well he. You didn't introduce the concept. I had heard about it, but he's the one who was like, "Oh, it's on Netflix now," yeah. and I was like, "Okay, cool. I'm gonna go watch it." Yeah. And uh, let's put it this way: What makes me happy? Happy makes me happy. This was <laughs> so, so good. Cheesy. It was uh, cheesy, worth it, awesome. No, no, great. you're cheesy for. Oh saying no, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. And it's a Christmas show because it's all about Christmas. There's no way you could have had this without Christmas. Okay, the bad guy's Santa Claus. You could not have had this without Christmas. It really is, though, dude. It really is. Anyways, it's a whole other discussion. Um, but no, uh, what's it's his not name? A show. <laughs> it really. There's Christmas songs all the time. <laughs> Don't trust anything he says. I mean, yeah, Christmas show, totally. <laughs> Christopher Maloney. That's what I want. I want to get his name right. So Christopher Maloney, in yeah. short, fucking kills it. I'm not even going to try and do the fake thing that you do. He fucking kills it. He knocks I mean, it right out of the park. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. Some like, of us want kids to be able to listen to this someday. But yeah, yeah, right. Well, this is the show you grow up to, kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but he honestly, he destroys it as Nick Sachs. Um, yeah. It's 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 so it's what's odd about it. And I don't know if they meant to do this or whatever. He his acting is so good. He like he's in a room of people and he sticks out. It's almost like oh, when well, you're playing a video game and like there's like everyone's there but there's like the guy with like the green like hot hue around him because you're supposed to get him oh you're supposed to try yeah okay. so he, he has like that effect yeah he's so and it's and like me and my friends were talking about it and we're like it's because honestly he's such a good actor that he uh, overshadows say, everyone in the room like it's crazy because when you watch um uh what was the first show he was on he's on svu when you watch that and you watch oz Oh, he was in Oz. Yeah, he was in Oz. Oh, crazy. And him and J.K. Simmons are both such excellent actors, and they've both been on both those shows, like mm-hmm. Oz and, I mean, different versions of Law & Order, yeah. but the same Law & Order universe. And B.D. Wong's on Law & Order, and he was in Oz. Mm-hmm. Like, you just see, there's so many actors that did Oz that are such excellent actors. Oh, so good. And they're just so skilled at embodying the characters they're playing. And I don't know if it was just being in Oz and like really learning how to be characters and how to be that evil or disgusting and then then it's almost like how I describe driving if you learn how to drive in winter you can drive any time of year in Montreal yeah if you learn how to act and be the most degenerate character you could be being a good character probably should come easier Mm. because you just have to be like well I should just go against everything that would make me a horrible person and I can play a good person. But in this case, Nick Sachs, he's tapping into that horrible person oh, again. No, he's he's 
I mean, he's, not not Oz level though. You'd have no, to see but he, Oz no, I, I, I would, yeah. but uh, but I will say he's pretty low of the low in yeah, general. Yeah. Uh, but the whole show, like, uh, Patton Oswald is great at voicing Happy, like, and, and it's <laughs> the imaginary. Friend. And honestly, how they do, like, you, there's been several scenes that I rewatch the scene because I just like you're so focused because so much is going on. Yeah. And then you rewatch the scene, you're just focusing only on Happy. Yeah. Is actually very entertaining. Um, yeah, yeah. a lot of the, the guy who's the bad guy, um, the Santa, the very the, bad. Santa? No, no, the, there, because there's the, the, there's the guy who's like the mob boss. Uh, uh I think it's a uh, Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, Star exactly. Ruchi. So Richie Coster. Yeah. He's creepy. He's just, oh, that very, actor always plays creepy. Yeah. But he does it again, just so well. Yeah. Like, it's like one of those things where every time you see him, he's a family man. And then he turns around and he's doing something so gangster. Yeah. Like, so ridiculously gangster that you're like, damn. Well, he's the guy in the, the, the Dark Knight who doesn't take any shit from anybody. Remember in The Dark Knight, there's that one mobster who's just like, why should we... Tr-? Like, he looks at the joke and he's yeah. like, why do we trust this guy? Like... No. Or no, he's no. Sorry, I should I should rephrase. He's the one that says we should go with this guy. Mm. He's crazy enough to get it done. He was the one that was like okay, telling all okay. the other. Mom, it's that actor. Yeah. So yeah, man. I mean, I think that actor's great. I think mm. th- like th- that's one thing. A lot of these shows nowadays, the casting is always. This is a it has sci- to be on bar. Yeah, this is a sci-fi original series. Which again, another one of those networks where I feel like people don't necessarily take this stuff seriously because it's you know it's a cable. It's cable. Mm. You know, cables, but cable has had because of Netflix and because of the Hulus and because of the Amazons, cable has had to step it up and Mm -hmm. they have done it. Because, and one of my friends said it TV shows are originally supposed to just be the entertainment in between selling you soap, but get look what happens when they're not selling you soap. Yeah, House of Cards, Game of Thrones, Mm -hmm. Happy like that's the thing when they're not selling you something. Sure, there's going to be product placements, but when the whole point is not the product placement and when the whole point is not to get you to stay tuned till the next to, to ad watch break, whatever it is or, yeah, or whatever, you know, leave you on a cliffhanger because there's an ad break coming mm. and, you know, you're going to want to know what's happening next. That to me used to drive me crazy because when you watch a show like that, it's just like, <sighs> now I got to wait these three stupid minutes. Like, yeah, okay. It lets me show. go to the washroom if I want to. Yeah. But most likely I'll end up spending more time there and, like, miss. Exactly. Whereas these shows now, they don't I they don't have to produce a show in 45 minutes so that it fits an hour block with this many minutes of ads. Mm. They can make TV shows 45 minutes, 56 minutes, 48 minutes. It doesn't matter because the story just needs to be told and they'll tell the story. Mm. When I watch, like, Luke Cage and Iron Fist in these shows and some of the episodes range from... 50 minutes to an hour and five minutes and that's like an extra 15 minutes like mm-hmm. that's to that's me all- that's a big difference yeah this, that's a big difference in the arc yeah so well i mean you could pack a lot especially on quote-unquote tv yeah. shows you could pack up a lot of stuff in five minutes let alone an extra 15 yes but just to go back on happy for two seconds the only thing i will say uh, obviously do not let your kids watch it no no no, no. um uh prepare to maybe i wouldn't say necessarily get offended but like if you're going in with like, oh, this is gonna be bubbly and sparkly, no, it's not. It's very adult and it, and it's also like pretty gory. It has one of the bloodiest <clears throat> scenes I've ever seen in a TV yeah. show. And it has, it's just, it's very adult all around. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you have, if you have psycho stuff about like scared of kids being abducted, don't watch this. Um, yeah, trigger warning. Because yeah, because anything. that that's like like you find that out like two seconds in, so yeah. that's not like really a spoiler. Um, but 
the other the only thing I would tell people as a warning is do not do not try and be like, oh, I'll watch an episode in because I was watching that actually with a, uh, a friend the other day and she, the, they were just like there at my house and there was like the last five, ten minutes. So I always let me finish watching the show. I, I explained the show. They're like, no, we're not going to watch it. Um, and like as I was watching, I was like, the person like was like, uh-huh. and I'm like, hmm. For people who aren't of like a certain mind, like uh, that mean like you know the nerds of the world, the people like wizards and all that type of stuff. For someone who's not in that culture to just watch part of an episode, you'll probably get turned off right away. You have to watch it from the beginning oh, yeah, to understand yeah, 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 all the yeah, yeah. elements that are going on. One hundred, because it's like one of those situations. Like, because I personally, I personally prefer shows that you could you can jump into. That's why I usually like like sitcoms and, and things like that. But this is one of those shows. Like even. Daredevil, like I was able to watch Daredevil. I skipped uh, Defenders, which was the the ending of Defenders was the beginning oh, of, of of Daredevil. I can still watch it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like I don't mind being filled in for the in between. Yeah. This is one of those shows you really yeah, you have to you yeah, have to watch from the beginning. There's really too much start going from on. Episode four, like you do have to watch all the episodes. Yeah. In. And it's only eight it's episodes, just, it's and it's so good. Yeah. Like I I, I killed it. If it wasn't for the fact that I went on, like I, I I went to Ottawa for a few days, I would have killed it in forty eight hours. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, it was. Easily. It's it's great. Uh, and then you finally got to. You were on vacation. Yep. And same as me, the first time I played this, I was on vacation. You finally got to enjoy Spider Man on PS four, the new one. I have been. The only thing is the one. The my only criticism of the game so far. <clears throat> he's wrong, by the way, people. I don't know what the criticism is, but anything he's about to say. No, it's a good one. Can, it's oh, a good. Oh, okay. You'll, you'll, he's you'll, right. Wait, wait for it. Wait for he's it. Right. Wait for it. It's not a criticism. It man. has it has the one the one flaw. Oh no no he's wrong. He's wrong people. He's wrong. He's wrong. It's not a flaw. It's that it's they've made it so good that the web slinging alone is so addictive. I'm really not doing anything oh. in the game. Like and they're like, okay, I have to go to point B. Oh, but there's a bird. I want to follow yeah, it. Like you're just like yeah. you're just like hey, doing man. all. And the thing is, that's um, not a flaw. <laughs> that's a gift. But what's funny is I was web singing uh, today, and uh, I was thinking the dive button was another button, and it wasn't doing like I, was, yeah. I kept pressing. It, I'm like, oh, I don't think this is like because I eventually start diving. I'm like, I don't feel like this is the button. And then I found the dive button, and like it changes the camera angle, right? Like it zooms up essentially past yeah. your shoulder blades. Yeah. And like it makes the experience so much better. That I was like, I'm really not gonna play. I'm just gonna web sync for like an hour now because it's Ain't so good. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so if you like the web slinging, I would say upgrade your web slinging as much as possible because there's bonuses yeah. that you can add to your web slinging. Yeah. Uh, the only the the one thing being someone who is really big on the uh, Arkham games, something that is. Um, a bit of a frustration, and it's only it's only because I play these games so much. Mm-hmm. Um, their button configuration is very similar to Batman. Okay. So in so example in Batman you have a a punch and a uh, counter button or a dodge button if you will. Okay. Yeah. So on your remote it's square to hit, triangle to dodge. Okay. In Spider Man what you have instead is it's triangle to hit, it's circle to dodge because a uh, uh, triangle is like your, a web slinging move. Yeah. Because of I playing the Batman game all the time, I keep getting my ass handed because instead of pressing the dodge button, I'm pressing what I my brain is the dodge button. Yeah. So it's like it's this it's a it's you got to retrain yourself. It's a yourself. long reprogramming that I'm like I've I would, died too many times. I'd like to point out that his issue is his own brain. Oh yeah, my brain is stupid. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I bet there's a lot of people who played Batman who got addicted to it that for sure. 
played Spider-Man. Was explaining yeah. his frustration because I was there, like I was dying in the first level because yeah. I kept on not pressing the right button. Well, that's like when I played Watchdog. I played Watchdog one and then immediately played Watchdog two, and for some reason they changed the button configuration from one game to the next. Same thing with my partner. She was playing Assassin's Creed, and she said from one Assassin's Creed to the next, they changed a the button configuration, and I was just like, really? She's like, yeah, it's, and it's like. And she said it was super confusing for her at first, but you know, you, you play long enough that you just readjust. Mm. But then I, like, for example, I went to play Watchdog one. I just went back once to play for like okay. 20 minutes just to have some fun. Could not play. <laughs> Cause I was just like, Whoa, the buttons are like all backwards now. So yeah. Like, so that, that's like my only complaint, not complaint. Like, well, let's put it this way. My complaint is that I can't change the button configuration. <laughs> Your complaint it, is that your brain is your brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's not It's not a real complaint. I have no shame in my complaints. There you go. Guys, we're going into the final segment. Nerd News at 11. <laughs> Geek news and rumors, folks. We're going to make it short and quick. Agents of Shields gets a seventh season renewal. Uh, I mean, you're not excited, but uh, for a lot of us who saw them step it up in five... And now we're going into season six, and knowing that we're going to get season seven, and that the seasons are shorter. Is season season five is the one with season five is the one that just ended. Season but six is, is the is one that's that coming the one, out. Which one's the one with with Ghost Rider? That's season four, I guess. Uh, like I his think, intro, his intro. If I'm not mistaken, that's the beginning of season five. Okay, because I I, feel, I, I did I did sure. not make it to halfway. I won't oh, really? lie. Okay. I won't lie, but because no, because isn't the the season after oh, they no, go no, into no. space or sorry, something? Sorry, yes, yes, yes. So season four is you're right, and then season yeah. five is the last one. Yeah, I yeah, no, it's not happening. Well, that's okay for you. It means more for me, guys. So if you guys, <laughs> I'm telling you, check uh, Agents of Shield getting a s- seventh season. It, it, there's a good chance they're going to end it off properly. I'm okay with that. I'm happy that they're going to do it properly. That's what I'm excited for. Uh, Disney Fox merger jumped its second hurdle. It got approval in China. So for a lot of people out there, everyone thought, Disney and Fox is merged. It's done. No. What happens is <laughs> the antitrust laws in different countries have to be applied, and they have to go through the antitrust like legislation in different countries. So just because it got approved in the States doesn't mean it got approved in the other countries. But China- how many more countries do they got to do? I don't, I'm not sure. I actually have to look into that. I have a buddy who Jeez, hooked me up with some documentation kind of dis- to read. That's- but China is a huge one, and China has actually blocked other mergers in the past. Uh, mm. If I'm not mistaken, China blocked an AT&T merger with someone recently, and a lot of people were really concerned that the Disney-Fox merger wasn't going to get approved in China, but it got rubber-stamped, which people are equally concerned about because, like, I mean, it helped the stocks. The, both the stocks had a huge jump, but it was weird that China approved it so easily after giving so much like, trouble to the others. It makes sense, though, because... China doesn't really have a foothold in either one of those companies, right? Like, oh. if you think about it, no, but like, the United States owes China, China, like trillion dollars. They have their finger in every dollar in the states right All now. Right. That's yeah. fair. That's, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, if anything, retracted. Retracted. <laughs> I feel like China's just like. I mean, if we block this, you guys might not make enough money, and you owe us a trillion dollars. So you, you pay us half. Yeah, like you guys do whatever you have to do over there to make sure the money starts flowing this way. Mm. Uh, John Cryer. Who is that? So if you watch Two and a Half Men, okay. He was uh, Alan, I think. Yeah, he was the, the he was the the, the idiot, the bro- geeky the, brother, the geeky divorced brother. Yeah. So Alan, uh, or if you guys know him as Ducky. From I think sixteen sixteen candles. candles. 
And he's, he's just always played that kind of geeky friend. Funny enough, in Superman 4, he played Lenny Luthor, who was Lex's it's, nephew. I remember that. But now John Cryer has been cast as Lex Luthor on Supergirl. He's going to be coming in in uh, don't know. later in later in the season. Yeah, and they showed pictures of him recently. No. They showed pictures of him recently where he's bald and he has the beard and it actually looks pretty cool. I don't know if I mean I I know that the show likes to kind of do nods to some of the people Dean Cain's been on the show. He mm. played Superman. He plays Danvers's uh, Carol Danvers uh the dad, the, the the adopted father. They've had the girl uh, the girl that played uh, Laura Vandervoot, the girl that played Supergirl on Smallville. Oh, okay. She's been on the show. Hmm. They've had they've had a few. They've had a few different actors who have been... Oh, even the adopted mother is, I think, the original Lana Lang. Oh, crazy. So they, they, Supergirl has been sticking in the Superman family with the actors they've been selecting. So I'm not shocked that they brought back someone who's been in a Superman movie. I know that Michael Rosenbaum was gunning for it. He said he really wanted to come back as Lex. Mm. If anything, they might bring him back in a different role. Because I think they're really trying to separate Supergirl's universe from Smallville. Smallville. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't lie. I actually really like... That was the one reason why... Even though I did not follow uh, Smallville, one of the reasons why I had watched it for as long as I did was because of his uh, Lex Luthor. I think he was actually a really good Lex Luthor. Yeah, Rosenbaum. I actually think that Rosenbaum is a little bit underrated like yes, I don't find he yes, has enough. I agree um I won't lie though my favorite and like you know whatever about his past and you know I'm not gonna defend this man about what he, what he has or hasn't done but Kevin Spacey I thought was a great oh. Lex Luthor uh okay. the only thing I was upset about him being casted in Superman and Returns is that they wrote Lex Luthor wrong and stupid uh don't make it about real estate and property anymore it's like get over that that was like oh, yeah. gene hackman from back in the day yeah, yeah, yeah. like let's make him menacing and like more than just about owning land well i mean originally that's the other thing originally lex luther was a scientist the yeah. first versions of lex luther were was a scientist mm. not a businessman and then they changed it in the 80s because they wanted the villain to be more in tune with big money and mm. and kind of that capitalism to be like this is the true villain capitalism yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was always I would have I would have preferred Kevin Spacey only because I bet he's looking for any type of work now. Oh, they're um, not going to put him anything. His uh, no, career no, is done. He's, he's done. He's done. But it's just a big shame uh, in regards to that. In regards to it's a shame in the sense that his acting abilities were good. It's not a shame in the sense that, that he's, he's a bad person. Yeah, he seems to be a bad yeah. person. Not seems, dude. He is. I don't know. I I honestly, when it came out, I was I just accepted right away that he was out of the movie business anymore, and I was yeah. just going to absorb it. That I didn't. But he not, not to say, it. So yeah, no, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I read that little story too, and it was a way to he tried to get out, like get yeah. out by getting out by coming yeah, out, which was yeah, which that was, was very disgusting. stupid. Yeah. Um, I thought that was very distasteful in many regards, but yeah. you know, I I I made my bed. Uh, I like I he made his own bed. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with that, it's just a shame because it is a talent wasted. Yeah. Um, and it sucks too because there's so many g- movies that he's done. Like I liked Baby Driver. He was in Baby Driver. Yeah, he's the he's. I, like, I haven't watched it yet. It's oh, on, it's on my. He's list. the guy that like organizes the crimes that they do. So and, that happened. That, like so, what he finished a, re- what, no, 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 filming came, that right after? No, 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 no. The the movie came out well well before. Actually, what was the movie that he filmed? Because uh, I know he got kicked out. House of Cards like went completely on hold. Until they figured out what they were going to yeah. do with him. The other movie was well, he did the one where the 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 one that's like the show Trust, the the one where the kid gets kidnapped, and they reshot the movie with Christopher Plummer. 
they, they yeah to take him out of it. Yeah, they took him out and reshot the whole thing, and they spent like thirteen million dollars and some crazy thing, and did all this crazy stuff to to get to just so that they could release it without him in it. But I don't mm. remember. I can't remember the name now. My, Mark Wahlberg, Michelle William, and Christopher Plummer. It's about a kid. This young guy getting kidnapped. It's like a um, big story. I don't remember. Anyways, right. I, d- I didn't want to see the movie to begin with when he was in it. I didn't want to see the movie after when Christopher Plummer was in it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care, so that's yeah. fine. So, yeah. So, in regards to John Cryer, um, yeah, I, can't, I, cool. I can't see it. But you know what? There's a lot of people who I couldn't see and they completely knocked it out of the yeah. park. The biggest one being, in my mind, uh, Heath Ledger, I did not think was going to pull off the Joker. And then mm-hmm. you saw it right away and you're like, yeah. yep, yeah, you shut me up real quick. Yeah. So, I hope John shuts me up real quick because I did like him. It took me a while to get into Two and a Half Men, but the double entendres in it eventually just got me. And he was Charlie. He, he was he was funny as in that. So mm. yeah, we'll see. And then the last bit of news: Satanic settlement reached in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina <laughs> statue suit. So if you guys heard us talk about this a couple weeks ago, and this one's a pretty funny one, <laughs> the the Church of Satan, I guess, is. <laughs> So the dispute over the goat deity Baphomet, shown prominently at Sabrina Spellsman School in a Netflix series, has been resolved. The Satanic Temple and producers of Ch- yeah, so the Satanic Temple and the producers of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina have reached a settlement in the dispute. The thing that I find crazy is in the agreement. <laughs> this is what's nuts. The unique elements of the Satanic Temple's Basement statue will be acknowledged in the credits of episodes which have already been filmed. So they're going to go back and edit the episodes and and like add to the credits that th- the statue is by these guys. So th- so basically <laughs> so actual so, so the sentiment is that the, the sentiment is that they get free advertising basically. I like think you, so. you, you got to give us some free cred. Yeah. That's basically it. That I I, I don't know no cuz the Yo, second this, part of this, it, this the remaining terms that of the Hollywood is run by Satan. The, the remaining <laughs> terms of the settlement are subject to a confidentiality agreement. So we're never going to find yeah. out what the other part of it is, but they're going to credit the them devil never ever. exposes his entire contract oh to people. Oh my god. It's so nuts, man. <laughs> But all this to say, uh, like devil th- Ned Flanders, that's all I'm imagining when, right now. <laughs> when I was talking to, when I was talking to Skinny, and Skinny and I were talking about how like you don't really play with Satan as a thing, like no, don't toy with it. It's not something fun to poke at. Yeah, you you got to be careful. We're not necessarily very religious, but because we grew up in the church, you just don't play with that. And the fact that now every episode at the end will pay some kind of respect some homage. to this yeah, to the satanic temple and the Baphomet statue is creepy as Don't so, let your mamas know what you're watching. Yeah, man. So all that to say they pulled it off. They pulled it off. That's and that's that's messed up. That's guys, that's the whole show. That's the whole show. Thank, Thank you guys. For tuning in, uh, you know all the people that have been uh, shoutouts to Mobs at the beginning of the show. Thank you very much. Yeah, for for calling in, talking about Bill Mayer with us, and um, his show once again Thursday six to eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time on CJLO sixty ninety a.m. You can listen to it on CJLO.com, on TuneIn, on Bell Five Channel nine fifty, all that good stuff. Check out CJLO, and then uh, we have our stuff, Frank and Armstrong Collective. We have that's Canon, which has a new episode out. In the recent episode, we review. The Saga by Brian... Well, I guess just Saga. Yeah, because it made it sound like the Saga, the Saga. Yeah, yeah. 
by Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. So that's our latest episode. Running with Wolves has a, a recent episode. The gift that the gifted and the curse, if I'm not mistaken, is mm-hmm. the title of that episode. It's about dance hall. Great interview. It's, uh, a, good, it's a very good episode. I actually, watch uh, listen to this morning. And you can also watch it if you go to our live page, FranklinArmstrong.com/live. At the bottom, we have our most recent video featured, and that's the video that's up there. Uh, we also have Geektastic Cipher's latest episode. The one from last week is uh, is out, so you guys can check that out on FranklinArmstrong.com. And then K and Them podcast. Her episode three came out last week. Her episode four is coming out this week, so you guys should go check that out as quickly as possible because that's coming out some tomorrow, which is Thursday. If you guys are listening to this on Friday, it already came out. And so get on those downloads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have all the links in the. If you go to facebook.com slash Franklin Armstrong, D O T C O M, all the episode links are there in this same video that you might be watching. So, you know, I don't know where I'm pointing if you're watching the video, <laughs> but it's it's there somewhere, one of these corners that I'm pointing at. And if you're listening to this, it's Friday, and you may have missed the morning detour, which is also a Franklin Armstrong Collective featured show. What, what? But you can find that on franklinarmstrong.com, and there is the morning detour page. So FranklinArmstrong.com slash the dash morning dash detour. All their previous episodes are on there. Uh, and that's everything. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at a strong Franklin. And shout out to the boys at squared dash idea dot com. Uh, also want to just throw out a quick shout to Nerdstock that's happening this Friday. So yep. if you if you're listening to it live, it's this Friday. If you're downloading this episode, it is today. Yep. Uh, it's at Foofs uh, organized by. Let's uh, say the date Friday, November 23rd. Yeah. At Foofs, mm-hmm. St. Catherine Street in Montreal, Quebec. Yep. Closest metro, St. Laurent. The first half of the show is uh, bands that are uh, comic-centric, and then the second half is DJs, comic-centric. Yep. There's going to be a, an artist alley where you can come by. Prices are very reasonable. Yep. Uh, second shout-out goes to Mini Comic-Con happening this weekend, which is free. Yep. At Place des Arts, uh, a squared idea will be there. We'll be... Uh, uh, Palais des Congrès. Palais des Congrès, yeah, Palais sorry. Palais des Congrès, yeah. Uh, Plus down metro. Yeah, yeah sorry. I, I mistake, yeah. mistaken that. Thank you, Doc. Uh, but no, uh, we're uh, the guys from Squared Idea as well as plenty of other great artists will yeah. be there. Uh, again, it's it's free. So, I mean, if you want to do it, you just can do a family event. It's going to be great. Uh, and then I just want to give a shout out quickly. Well, congratulations to um, a few weeks ago I was mentioning... Um, I went to go to a CPR course, uh, which was held by, and I don't want to mistake in the name, so bear with me, people, while I look this up, because I don't want to say it wrong. Uh, yes, I was I was mentioning that I was uh, given a, uh, a CPR course by Living Proof CPR Training, uh, which was uh, provided by uh, Katricia uh, Gillis. Uh, she recently actually got to be on the Global News Oh, uh, in the morning and she got to spread her word that way so congratulations to you and uh, if you should go check out them online because it's a very important cause to well to learn that because you could save yeah. a life she is living proof hence why she chose that name Yeah. so uh, yeah you should hit that up so that's it that's all guys once again thanks for tuning in please follow us on our social media at A Strong Franklin Instagram Twitter and follow us on Facebook facebook.com slash Franklin Armstrong D-O-T-C-O-M and as always check out FranklinArmstrong.com the website all the episodes for all these wonderful podcasts are being updated almost daily now every week we have um, Running With Wolves comes out every second Monday the, That's Canon comes out every second Tuesday which is the alternating Tuesday from Running With Wolves Geese Saxon Sypha has a live show on Wednesday and comes out on Fridays K&M comes out on Thursdays and The Morning Detour is at, on Fridays, 7 a.m., CKUT 90.3 in Montreal, CKUT.ca, and you can check them out on TuneIn. Oh, and if you're in the Montreal market, you can check it out on Bell 5, Channel 949.
That's it. That's all. We're out. Peace. 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 <laughs>